Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, Episode 6. It's called Inescapable. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. And also, before we move on, uh, we are this, this series of S.H.I.E.L.D. reviews is sponsored by one of our patrons, uh, sponsored by Tim Neal. So, thank you to him. So, without further ado... Um, this was fantastic and the best episode of the season so far and Easily, it's in yeah. maybe top five of the show of all time probably yeah i'll, I'll just say that i'll just get that out of the way before we get into everything else because yeah. it was no, fantastic not... luckily i'm right there with you Here, here's the here's the thing i don't know what it is but for some reason whenever there's an episode focused on Fitzsimmons or even just Fitz or simmons but especially it's, when it's, it's Fitzsimmons, it's top tier yeah that's when the show is like a 10 out of 10 and yeah like, I've been really enjoying this season. I think it's done a really great thing. I love Code Yellow. It's probably my f- favourite other, you know, before this one. Um, it's not which, even close to this. Yeah. Which, but, which, by the way, Deke, you know, has been in one episode of six. Just, just yeah, to keep a track. It's I know. It's not enough. Although, we got something exciting coming up. <laughs> oh, we do. There is a mention of Deke at the end of this episode, which was... Here's the thing. Here's why this episode is so freaking good. Because it has emotional beats. They almost got me to tears. But it was also making me laugh at constantly. the same time. Uh, almost at the same time in some cases, you're right. Absolutely. Um it does this really neat thing where it's kind of the in the head episode. It's it's um you know, I'm I'm gonna need, uh, there'll be at least there'll be a couple of references to the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer in this. No, they uh, won't. For different reasons. Do not do not demean this episode like that. It's, it's, it's very restless, first of all. That's the first thing I'm gonna say, which was a episode from season four of Buffy. Um the other thing was, uh, not to skip ahead, but is there was a moment uh, later on in the episode when Fitz and Simmons are like, you know, like she's realizing that the evil fits, you know, from season the framework fits, right? Nazi fits. Leopold. Right. She calls him Leopold. That's that's what I was building up to. She calls him Leopold. That is very Angel and Angelus. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Uh, it is. I don't think it is. It is. It's the exact goddamn same. It's Spike and William the Bloody. It's Angel and Angelus. It is. And that is exactly what that is. There was something else to said at one point as well, which actually made me think. It was like a line of dialogue that was almost right out of Buffy. Sorry, I got a spider crawling on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. so English. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I've never related more. <laughs> he said it twice in this episode as well. She got she hit back with it. Oh, that's so Scottish. <laughs> I laughed so hard the first time I said that. But no, it was making me laugh so much. Because it, it started off and it was kind of like sweet and it's okay, they're in this, this prison. I mean, it was quite clear, I think, from, from the viewer's perspective that it was like not a real world. It was like in their heads kind of thing. The way just, things were just appearing. Yeah, it was just that kind of vibe. It takes them a little bit longer to figure that out. But, you know, he does not the proposal. Too- Sorry? Not too much longer though. Not not long, long enough that it's frustrating. No, no, no. It's, it's as soon as they get to the bedroom, Fitz figures it out. But like, there's a little bit in the white room first. Yeah. Um, and there's this great moment where he like goes to propose, and it's the exact same speech he gave last season. And she's he... just trying not to grin because she just she's like, okay, go on. And she finishes. She actually like finishes the line. Like, you know, at the end of it, she, she you know were you know whatever the last thing was. We're, we're unstoppable. We're unstoppable right? together. Yeah, whatever it was. Um, and it's kind of a sweet moment and she's kind of tearing up and I'm like, man, like I actually almost thought they were going to do the joke there and then where he looks down and sees a wedding ring on her and yeah, be like, yeah. wait a minute, is that a wedding ring? 
look and that would be how and obviously it takes longer to get there through the episode but i was already expecting that but the, the first big laugh though is when he's like he's starting to ask about things the monolith there he's like because because this is the way it works on here is that if they think of something whether it be an object or a memory it'll kind of happen and play out uh, so we get this episode that's both like doing flashbacks but at the same time they can finish the flashback and then immediately start talking to each other in present like tense about the fact that this is a flashback, which is it's a really neat little mechanic. It's it's interesting, yeah. Um, but it's when Simmons turns into like seven year old Simmons. It's uh, seven and a half. Seven and a half, yes. Fitz turns round. He gives out this squeak when he sees her. He's like, oh! <laughs> I'll try it. I'll try to replicate it. Damn it! Can't do it. You won't. You'll never manage it. We'll be so, here all night. <laughs> it's so good. Um, you know, and, just, and right from this point on, it was like, it never stopped being hilarious. You know, they're in the bedroom and she's like demanding that they read her, the, the book, right? And even, I mean, the funny bit's really coming up, but even before that, uh, she just starts yelling, Dad, Dad, there's a weird man in my room who wants to take me away. <laughs> He's like, all right, shh, shh, fine, I'll read your book. <laughs> Right, but then he's like, and it's kind of telling the story. I thought, oh, maybe this is how they're going to like tell Fitz what happened to you know Paradox Fitz, mm-hmm. right? And then he closes the book, and it's the same cover as the you know the evil book from season four. You know, oh. uh, yeah, it was four because Ghost Rider was involved. Yeah, um, and he thought it's like, that's a bad book. It's badly written. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were I both cracking me up so yeah. much. Uh, and and then the, the back to the white room, and the way he turns her back. Because you knew it was coming because the camera had her out of frame. So you knew when he came back, when she came back into frame, it was going to be, you know, honestly, even before again. you get to that, one, one of the things that I laughed at the most was um, <clears> they go back into the white room and Chromacon's there going, come on then, what, what are you playing at? And yeah. Fitz is like, she's seven. And, and she goes, well, and a half. And he just turns and does the. Oh, yeah, the and, sh- shush. Yeah. Sh- yeah. Uh, and then like, he's yelling oh, at her about playing with the chemicals. He's like, this is like TNT or the, the precursor the to precursor TNT. To it. Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Stop it right now. Almost, the only thing you'll do is blow a hole in the side of your head. <laughs> All this was delightful. But, you know, so he's he's trying to think about how to provoke her into being adult seven again. He's like, oh, man, I can think of anything I want. And he doesn't say it yet, but he's like, what could I, what could I conjure? And I'm like, I knew where he was going. I knew exactly. And he's like, what about an LMD? Maybe, maybe I could get Ada. <laughs> and the camera just comes back to Simmons and she's, it's her, fully grown, and she's like, shut up, Fitz. But <laughs> get that psychotic robot ex-girlfriend out. <laughs> it was so good. And this episode, the funny thing is, is that we've talked so much about the comedy up until this point, and even though it's been quite genuine, is that everything they're bringing up is their past. This episode is like a, a love a letter. Hit. Almost. it's a love letter to their entire story but while also advancing it by by like having yeah. them deal with their issues and it neatly solves Fitz learning almost everything that happened to other Fitz before he died like learning that he died first of all but learning that he went to the future and came back learning uh, obviously the joke at the end about the you've got a grandson and then you get, get hear his reaction yeah. finish but like and then everything in between and but not only that the fact that you know, I think there was a worry almost that it could have been tedious him having to slowly learn all these different things. And I think what they did here was is they did it in a condensed form. It was immensely entertaining and emotional for every single every single plot beat that was relevant he had to learn. Every single one felt like a good moment. It didn't feel like, and oh, he has to learn this, so we're going to have to go through it's it. It's mildly terrifying because when it all starts and it's a lot at once and he starts muttering to himself, you know, mm. oh, shit, we've seen this psychotic break happen before. Already. And that's the other thing they deal with the fact that this is a fits before he had a psychotic break and he's still because Gemma just flat out says i know you hear him 
and we deal with it and we go down that path we go down the path of this this handles the fact that he's now over that we, by the end of the episode he's over evil fits he he's accepted everything i mean I, i'm sure he'll track some jokes or still in you know future episodes but he's you know he's learned everything the emotional brunt of it pardon me he's went through and you know that's really good like yeah it's, it's really exceptionally done but it's also this all these emotional beats with simmons and um and it's after this where max shows up and it's like simmons memories because he's questioning her make her think of a scene that we didn't see last season it was you know because we have the uplifting scene at the end of the finale last year where it was like okay gun ho we're gonna go get fits right and that was kind of the big moment that sent, made it put us a good mood but this was the sad scene where the body first kind of came back to, to the yeah. base and mac didn't really believe that there was a fits out there he you know he had a hard time believing that there was some fits to go and rescue but Simmons believed it. And this is the genius of this scene, is that we get real Coulson. We get a scene with real Coulson before he died. And, like, him coming in, even though he's sick and he can barely walk, and he goes up and he sees him, and he comes over to Simmons and says, you believe he's out there. We'll get to work. And that was, like, the first point of the episode where I was almost tearing up. I was like, this is actually kind of touching. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like yeah. Coulson believes. <laughs> he believes it, damn it. <laughs> Of course he does, and then and then we see you know the start of their relationship with Coulson. We do, although I think I think you're skipping. I think it was the bedroom stuff first. I might say it might be. You, you might be right. I think it's the bedroom stuff first, because um, I think it's after yeah, because the bedroom stuff, and then that's when Evil Leopold's sauntering right. about. The order's a little hazy in my yeah. head already because they're kind of just jumping around. Yeah, it is going around uh, like mad, but yeah, later on because uh, the Coulson scenes definitely weren't back to back I think it was the bedroom scene first uh, in college where he invites her over to help with like a science project um, and we get this really funny exchange where they're both like well whose memory is this well it's both of us we were both here and they're like oh I remember this is the night I stopped feeling nervous around you and she's like oh, yeah I remember this is the night I friend zoned you <laughs> um, which is very funny in hindsight um, yeah. but like you know we have we have these things and it's kind of this not the beginning of the relationship but very early on this is you know early days you know, like, like he says you know when he still felt uncomfortable with her and you know they get in this place and this is when like we bring up evil fits and that's when we get the reveal and he he comes sauntering down the hallways and he's and he's looking evils and yeah. you know the acting from from these these act these two actors is what makes us sing so beautifully it's, they've always been great throughout the show yeah but when you have moments like this is when they they kind of show their range uh, yeah we've not even gotten to the big the big acting moment yet like that comes later oh, um yeah. but they've, they've had so many good moments and but no the scene like uh you know going back to the the, the, the colson scene is before that you know he this is where he finds out that they married each other and he wasn't around for it you know he says the phrase i miss my wedding um yeah and she's like no 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 you just haven't had yours yet yeah but she already has and there's going to be a part of him i was like well you already had this the first time well, this is second time for you it's not special yeah <laughs> that's always going to kind of be there it's the same you know, with all the friends watching they, they already saw this yeah but they, they all you know it's, it's a really great scene for that and it plays with all these things that he learns so much we get a lot of emotional beats that we missed out on but we also get him working through it all it's it's doing so many things in so many levels uh that's super impressive yeah um i like so yeah evil evil uh thingy i think before we even get to um course i think we may end up back in the bedroom first i think that might be when we get um the box evil uh, <laughs> evil simmons um who 
So this was I was loving this, but at this point in the episode, it won me over. Like I knew I was watching one of the best episodes of the show, yeah, right? Yeah, by, you know, by halfway through, you knew. Yeah, and you know, like, and she she mentioned this box earlier. It was a box that her her father or parents told her to like box her feelings up, and this is this was this is what led to him saying, "Oh, you're so English." Like after you know afterwards, um, that's right. Is that is so English? Uh, is so English, yeah, bloody typical. Uh, but he like you know so so this this and I actually even I I couldn't even tell it was Simmons until later like it wasn't until I got a good shot of her face later that I knew it was actually her you know playing yeah, this, just, this role. Yeah, it just looked. Yeah, I mean, so much know, makeup. Uh, and... Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fitz says, "Oh, yeah, did you have to make it into the the, the Ringu monster?" Probably for saying Ringu Fitz. Probably for saying it the proper way. I approve. Uh, I approve. Um, I uh, actually I laugh so much later when. Um, like when he says to her, "If you made the framework, it'd have been like night of the living dead." <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the yeah. way, by the way, I'm fairly certain that this Simmons is actually also Framework Simmons because if you remember correctly, Framework Simmons died. <laughs> I think this is actually Zombie Simmons from the Framework. <laughs> uh, a little bit of a stretch, I think maybe. I don't um, know. I don't know. I'm going with it. <laughs> I'll go with it. That really matters. Sure. But but this this was just like them yelling at each other in the closet, Halloween style. You know, as the as the knife, the bone saws coming through the coming through, yeah, uh, the blinds. Uh, it's so so good. Um, and you know, then I think we have the Coulson scene where they end up at the first. You know, to, after after they run around the the base a little bit, because uh, because there's a moment where Fitz is like, "Where are we?" And she's like, "Oh, this is the new headquarters for Shield." <laughs> Is yeah. it? Oh, <laughs> very fancy. Yeah, uh, and then he, um, yeah, we get to the Coulson scene where he's recruiting them. You know, and it's the young. They did a good job uh, with Fitz's hair, especially. I thought here, it really made him look young, having that kind of uh, curly, short curly, uh, that, that curly stuff on top. It really made him feel yeah, young. It does. Yeah. Um, and you know, Coulson offers him the job, and you know, Fitz and Simmons are bickering during the scene, and. It's all very good, and kind of the point of all these flashbacks in a, in a lot of ways is to show how they've always kind of been there to propel each other, uh, or as they put it later, save each other. Save each other, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, so they get separated, um, uh, Evil Fitz is chasing Simmons and ca- captures her and is going to wipe her mind. Uh, evil Simmons gets Fitz, has him tied upside down, <laughs> cuts out his heart, and is like, you said this belonged to me. <laughs> She's terrifying. <laughs> Oh, there's so there's so many. I want to watch this episode like five more times before I even talk about all the jokes because there's so many little moments. They're they're constant, aren't they? Yeah, they were so hilarious together. Um, and then we have this nice big moment where they they realize that oh, we can call upon our friends in here, and we get like Mac and Simmons showing up to save them. Uh, Not Simmons, sorry, Death Sky. Yeah. Um, which by the way, the picture book had Fox Sky. It was like. Fox, <laughs> you know, it was like her suit and a fox. Yeah, uh, I'm just. I want to point that out. Why not? I'll take that animated series. Oh, uh, I mean, I've compared it to Buffy Angel a few times. I feel like we could get away with a Muppet episode on this show where Sky's a fox. I'm just saying, we could get away with it. It's got a lot to live up to after the 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 Legends puppet episode. That's the Angel one was better than the Legends one though. Oh, piss off. It was! Come on! Come on! Spike walking in and saying Angel, and he's like, don't say it! He's like, you're a puppet! That's great, that's a great scene. It was great. The Legends one was better. Um, what was it? Yes, so they get split up, uh, but they realise they can get saved by their friends who show up. Um, 
and they're you know do, doing their kicking and flipping and <laughs> if I what, there's a joke well, at one point well, guy is Mac just yeah. punches it a few times yeah although Mac's fate's not that great because we find out uh, there's a joke one point where uh when they when they go into the containment cell you know the white containment cell that's on the on the ship um Fitz at one point says yeah your evil self's out there eating Mac's head and Ed Simmons looks out the window goes ugh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I loved as soon as they went to that containment cell, mm-hmm. and you, because you, obviously that was one of their first big memorable moments. Oh, they brought up everything. They, you know, Fitz brought up the astronaut she she fell in love with on the desert planet, which also another fantastic episode. Um, yeah, that, oh, that that was for the best episode of the show up till that point. Yeah, and like her being like look, look i was alone on a desert planet i got lonely i didn't build a robot girlfriend he's like that's stretching the truth because in his defense it was never intended to be a girlfriend no it wasn't and his defense uh but all the framework did go a bit but uh you know i, I think what, what i've ever learned lines at this but i can't remember the exact context of what it was but he, he just yells out you know you know your evil self out there stabbed me in the heart with a bone knife yeah <laughs> just oh killed me everything they were yelling in this scene and then at one point like, you know you know you, we saved i saved you you know every every time because he brings up like oh you kind of abandoned me when i had brain damage you know back in season two and she feels genuinely quite guilty about that and then it's like and then you get sucked into the stupid thing and then he like you know it's like listing everything and, and this is where it's getting to that point where it's starting to get emotional right when they're starting to get up at each yeah. other and at one but point it's also still quite funny with the things yeah. they're throwing out at each other and at one point, uh, one of them, Angus Simmons, mentions, you know, when we were drowned at the bottom of the ocean and then the water starts spraying. And, and he's like, oh, you just had to mention it. You just had to bring up the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and actually, there's a great moment uh, on the outside here where e- Evil, Fitz, and Simmons are, like, sort of circling the, the pod. And there's a point where they sort of, like, make eye contact and just sort of, like, you're weird, and then just kind of, like, walk back around the opposite way. <laughs> No, Leopold says to me, he's like, don't you get in my way. Like that. That's right, he does, he does. But there's, there's this sort of stare first, but they're just kind of like... Yeah. You know, yeah. weird though. <laughs> not going to lie, that was the moment where I knew exactly where it was going with them. There there was a really good joke at the end of this, because they eventually shout, I love you, to each other. Um, and... Everything kind of stops, the water all stops, and it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they kind of had the catharsis, they've kind of got out what they need to get out, and they've kind of accepted each other's like dark sides, and you know, everything they've been through together, and away from each other even. And they go outside, and Evil Fitz and Simmons are getting it on, right in front of them. Uh, they're just kissing at first, but then they, like, they go down, and they, they go off camera, and there's a great joke where Simmons is like, or Fitz is like, I didn't know you liked that. And she's like, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> and then they kind of like just go yeah. uh, and they end up back in the white room and uh, Atara which I remember because it's Atari but then at the end um, she shows up and she's like giving the spiel and he's like no we can't do this it's too dangerous to mess with time travel because he considers it at one point that, yeah maybe we should try and save the planet yeah he talks about how you know if we're feeling like this and it's just us two imagine if it was a whole planet yeah um, but honestly, they realise that no, there's too many problems that happen, and arguably everything that happens, even what happens to Chronicon, might be a result of them messing with time last season. Potentially, yeah. Uh, so they they don't want to do that, and um, that this is the moment where uh, a tower just falls down. They wake up, and I was like, Enoch, Enoch saved the day, yeah. and every, all the other Chronicons are all knocked out, and he, Enoch's just standing there with a big gun, and I'm like, Yes, Enoch. <laughs> <laughs> which leads to one of my favorite lines of the episode where he, he throws that like portal thing in the floor and he just goes embrace me 
And they're both Brian Frog. I think um, because there's a couple of times throughout the episode where it cuts back to them on yeah. the outside world. Uh, one of my favorite ones is where uh, Enoch says to Atara that, oh, you know, if Fitz were here, he'd call you the <laughs> absolute worst. And then it cuts into the into it, and and it's Fitz yelling at, at seven year old Sivens, calling her the worst. Yeah, with a lot more adjectives though. There was, yeah, but <laughs> just like that was a great cut. That was pretty good. Um, no, that was good. And, you know, Simmons gives him his wedding ring. So like, here's the wedding ring because you died wearing it. <laughs> Here. Yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, you're a grandfather. Yeah, and he cut. He's cut off, and he's, he's like, "Wait, how could that?" <laughs> and he cut. Oh, they're meeting for the for again for him for the first. I know. Time. We get to have Fitz meeting Deke. Glorious. We get to have Fitz meeting Deke for the first time. That is that is gold. Um. It's so good. This episode was was nonstop hilarious, but it was nonstop hilarity that was built from character building. Like, you know, it was it was character advancement through the comedy. The comedy was used as a device to advance their plots, and that is really impressive. And it was constantly doing that. It got emotional several times. Them yelling at each other was emotional. Uh, the, the the Coulson, you know, the sick Coulson, like you know, being yeah. genuine was a great moment. And you know, and even her having to tell Fitz that hey. He kind of died too, and there's no getting him back. Like you know, he's gone. Although, of course, she doesn't know about fate or Sarge running around. No, not yet. No. <laughs> um. So yeah, how many characters in the show have got to play like doppelgangers of themselves at this point in some way? Well, uh, obviously, Fitz did a big one. Uh, Colson. Simmons now. did this episode. Colson has done it now. Briefly, this episode, Simmons. Yeah, that still counts. Briefly, yeah. Fine. Well, I mean, not in the same way the others have got to you know really go at it. That still counts. Um. Anyway, yeah. uh, so no, that was really good. And then the post scene, uh, which also it was a, it was a solid little scene, but it also ended up having like a huge laugh at the end of it. It was just like, just in case you thought only Fitz and Simmons can bring the comedy, we're going to make sure that we we wow you here in this final scene. Yeah, because yeah. we finally come back to Earth, and we get Max reaction to seeing that there's a Fitz alive. You know, Fitz and Enoch. He's looking at the the, the, the yeah, tablet, and he's like, oh, he's okay. And, and, you know. He's like turbo. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's not. She's not. He's not really okay. He's in prison. He's like, ah, he's with Simmons. I'll be fine. They actually connect something here that maybe we could have figured this out before, but they, they outright say, no, 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 Sarge and his goons. Like this is what happened to Chronicon. Like this is what happened to that planet. Yeah, uh, I think I think I could tell earlier in the episode when we got a glimpse of it. Uh, sure. When uh, Atara, you know, she blew it up. We and see it was the all we blackened. see the planet. Yeah, we see that. I was like, happened. okay, I get. I get where they've gone with that. Which, which is um, nice because it connects, like, because the two plots that felt very separate, you know, uh, Fitz, save our planet, you know, now that's like, oh, that's actually directly connected to the Sarge stuff, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he has this thing where he's like, yeah, you know, what's what killed Chronicon? And they didn't just, just kill the planet, they decimated it. And the people that did that, dramatic pause, music swelling up, and before you can say it, Sky just goes, oh, they're here, right? And he's like... I, I like how he <laughs> even gets the there out. Yeah. He goes, they're here. But he goes, they're... And, and she goes, oh, they're here. <laughs> and he's like, kind of took my moment there. But, but yeah. And there's just another pause and she's like, okay. <laughs> and then cuts the credits. <laughs> yeah, she's like, all right. Oh, that was such a good beat. <laughs> it was. Joe, oh. Joe, Joe was so good about that moment is that it did feel like a dramatic scene that wasn't going to have any comedy in it, which was fine. But which was, but it was a little bit frustrating as a dramatic scene because it was all information we already knew, really, other than the which, which is why the joke works so well because it's Sky undercutting them saying, "Yeah, I figured it out. I figured it out. They're here. We get it." Yeah, yeah. We we we're already on her side there. We we got yeah. it. We're fine. That's that's the joke. It's it's, it's it really is, yeah. yeah. But so, until that, I was feeling like this has got to have something. 
yeah and, but yeah. that's why it works so well because it it, it 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 it's it's based on what we are thinking as the audience yeah and that's the beauty of it um and it's just like you know i was impressed like i was i was because i was thinking you know before they brought up evil so i thought well we're still gonna have that to deal with after this episode we'll, we'll, do, we'll deal with him finding out a lot of stuff but maybe the one thing she'll hold back is is evil fits and you know the, the idea that he kind of had a, a breakdown i think it's going to be interesting because still like when when sky sees him she's still going to react yeah i wonder i wonder if we see some genuine because he's worked out things in a different way this time because he's had this this like therapy almost of going through this like does he is, is it clear to her immediately that he this is fits who's a, a healthier fits is this maybe a different i fits? think they'll yeah. still be at least i'll be upset if there's not at least a moment of apprehension at first there has to be a, just a moment where she's not sure i don't think that i'm open apprehension at first i i like the idea of having a moment later uh where he does kind of find out that he did something bad to sky and she kind of like they have like a burying the hatchet thing where they kind of talk about it or just like even just like a, a simple exchange of like understanding or something like that but um i don't necessarily i don't i'm not going to put an ultimatum and say I need, I need apprehension as soon as she sees him no i i think i i would not necessarily right at the second she sees him she can be relieved first sure you know that oh he's you know he's here he's back um but i definitely do want some moment from her because that was such a big deal for her and, and they'll probably do it. This show's really good at picking up these threads. Like, I, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I have faith in it uh, to, to, to do what it needs to do. Uh, um, I just don't like putting ultimatums of that on shows because you do it all the time. <laughs> well, then... You do. There's, there's so many times where you'll say, oh, they better do this or I'm going to be mad. Or And, and on this one, I will be because I, I genuinely feel like that's such an important beat from her character that... I will feel like it is seriously lacking if it's not there. What I am saying to you is that this show surprises me so often that I would never give it an ultimatum because often when I expect something, they will subvert it and do whatever, whatever they'll achieve whatever effect I wanted in a way that I would never have predicted. So what I'm saying is that giving them an ultimatum and saying do this exact thing is almost like, no, that's not this show's style. <laughs> this show will get the effect of what you want. That character beat that you want will happen in some way. But it won't necessarily be through a moment of apprehension. It may, it may be something much cleverer than that, or something that you couldn't see coming. Maybe, but either way, I'd be—I'll be disappointed if if we don't have her have a reaction. Because like I said, it was such a traumatic experience that if if she doesn't have some sort of reaction, I will be a little bit—it it would be surprised that she's not. So, and that would lead—and and not uh, it's not a good surprise in that case. So, it would be a little upset. I think it needs to be at the start, though. If there's going to be a moment, I, I, I think it could wait until he maybe suggests something that makes her think twice about him. Something maybe. that is questionable. I, I, I don't think it needs to happen the second she sees him. It doesn't have to be like, oh, can I trust him the, the second that he's back on Earth kind of thing. Sure. Which I assume Fitz and Simmons will be arriving on Earth maybe at the end of the next episode. Cause we'll probably not Very see him. shortly, I would yeah. imagine. We'll probably not see him throughout the episode and then they'll arrive on Earth later. Uh, assuming they're coming back to Earth. I feel like they probably are now at this point, but I mean... We'll see. I have no reason to assume otherwise. Yeah. Uh, unless there's maybe an episode of them having troubles getting back. Like, they have to steal a ship and there's maybe I feel some... like that is not really worth doing now. I feel like at this point, getting them back and interact with everyone else, given that we've only got, what, you know, seven more episodes? Yeah. They probably yeah. won't. But again, this show, if it's going to do it, there'll be a reason for what I'm doing it. No, I'm sure there will be. But, Les, I, <laughs> if, if it is, that it'll have to be a good reason. Because right now, I think the... the that there's not you know we, we went through so much with them on this episode that 
you can't, I'm kind of just right, okay, get them back with the group now. I don't yeah. need to see them traveling through space too much. It could be Enoch's story, though. Enoch could have some sort of journey if where... If Enoch has a good story, sure. Where he's like, I'm turning my back on Chronicon, I have to, you know... He's doing it for his best friend! Embrace <laughs> him! Embrace him, fists. He wants this to be needs embraced. one scene tops, because most of that was already implicit in the fact that he just betrayed all his people. <laughs> Embrace him! He deserves embracement! Embracal! Embracing! You know what I mean? Yeah, the last one. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a fantastic episode. Just to reiterate, it 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 worked through so much character stuff, and it did it whilst being both emotional and hilariously funny, and pulled from the entire show's history. And it was really good. And it felt so honest when they started yelling at each other. It felt so. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel it was like one of those scenes where bullshit TV writing. Even though I knew where it was going, like as soon as they started getting angry, I'm like, okay, I can see the outcome of this. Mm. it didn't matter no because it, it feels so real it feels like yeah. these these characters have earned this fight and it you understand why they're having this fight yeah um it's just good tv writing and as far as network shows go this is like unparalleled right now or right now yeah it's unparalleled um and i'll i'll say it it's it's it's, it's uh, right now it's the best comic book tv show it, it, you know like Doom Patrol will give it a fight if Doom Patrol comes back, but it's not there yet. I I don't think Doom Patrol's reached these heights, not these emotional no, not heights. Quite. Not not the emotional heights, no. So the comedic heights, sure. Oh sure, yeah. Doom Patrol's very funny, but um, that is uh, episode six of uh, Agents of Shield. So uh, once again, Tim Neal, a sponsor, one of our patrons. Uh, so thanks to him. Uh, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/MailFuzzTV yourself and check out what's on offer there. You can support us for as little as one dollar per month and get some extras and bonuses and some some stuff early. You can also, of course, like, subscribe, let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments. Uh, if you listen to the audio feed, the Almost Cancelled TV review audio feed, uh, you can, of course, uh, rate us on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Uh, it helps other people find the show. Uh, so do that, and otherwise that is us. Um, although maybe promoting some other content, if, if there's anything you would like to promote. There's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just thought, your face is uh, priceless. Uh, no, um, we've been working through Star Trek Next Generation recently. We just finished season one. Uh, feels on topic, given all the space travel in this season. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah, check that out. Uh, but that is us. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? You're so English!